Hey, what's up guys, Aaron here. So in this video, some Celsius updates, what's come through the docket. So let's just take a look at the computer. So there have been a couple things that have come through. The first one a few days ago, where Brick wants to depose certain members of the UCC. Brick claims that these individuals were not arbitrarily selected and should be subject to discovery and a deposition. Next, we have White and Case saying that no, that is incorrect and they are there for a reason and this is all legit. So we'll go over what White and Case said as well. Yesterday, when you are listening to this on Wednesday, there was a deposition that happened in front of the judge about this. And at the end of the video, I'll kind of summarize everything, let you guys know what I hope happens from all of this. Next, we have Galaxy Digital saying that they do not need discovery before the 21st when the judge rules on this. There was a document that came in yesterday about sell token at 25 cents and any collateral that you deposited with Celsius is subject or is property of the debtor's estate. We then have some future dates on the substantial contribution and taking a look at the calendar for Martin Glenn or Judge Glenn on the 21st, you can see this is the big day that a lot of different things will be talked about. So I will cover that as well. First, really quick, I wanna take a look at Ben Cowan's website into the cryptoverse. All of these charts you can access if you sign up and there is a link below for a 10% discount. So a couple things I wanna look at regarding Bitcoin before I dive into the topics with Celsius. So some exit strategies from altcoins I'm gonna cover, some risk levels I want to let you guys know about, and also the projected ROI of Bitcoin based on previous cycles. Now, the reason I want to talk about all these things is because when we get crypto back from Celsius, a lot of people are going to want to continue to invest. And there are going to be some people that will want to take higher risk. And I will be covering altcoins in a future video. If you don't want to touch an altcoin other than Bitcoin, I completely support you. Altcoins are definitely riskier when it comes to Bitcoin, but they do have a higher upside if we go into a full-fledged bull market, which I think we will. So I just want to cover this really quick. I have right now the 200-week simple moving average or 200-week SMA. That's the green line here. I'll take it off and I'll put it back on. So the 200-week SMA is a chart that if you go all the way back, you can see that the price of Bitcoin here in blue goes above the 200-week SMA, it'll touch it, it'll go a little bit below, and in this previous bear market we just saw, it did go below the 200-week SMA pretty substantially when we hit that $15,000, $16,000 Bitcoin. And then as we're seeing, it crossed the 200-week SMA, and now we are above it. And when we hit peak bull market time, as you can see here, we were way above the 200-week SMA. So in this recent pullback, we can see that it just went down a little bit, but the 200-week SMA continues to go up. Going all the way back here, way back in 2014, the 200-week SMA was $126. It's been $5,000, $6,000, and all the way up to where it is right now, which is around $30,000. So whether or not we go below it a lot or we skyrocket above it, this is kind of a good chart I like to take a look at. Next, we have this dashboard for indicators for Bitcoin. If you take a look at the logarithmic regression, this is where you get this cool little chart here. I'll zoom in a little bit. We can see right now we are just under this second green line in terms of logarithmic regression bands. 
And you can see that in previous bull markets, we touch this red line, which is something that I am looking at for sure. If we start touching this red line, which right now would be $165,000 or so, then most likely that is going to be a good time if you want to take profits to begin taking profits. Personally, though, I would be taking profits well before Bitcoin hits $165,000. And that leads me right here to exit strategies which I think is very, very valuable. So you can put in whatever coin you want here, or I guess Ben has about 15 or so coins. You can use a projected peak price of Bitcoin or whatever coin you want, or you can just use the current price of Bitcoin. So depending on your risk tolerance, as you can see right here, you can sell a certain amount at certain risk bands. So right now for Bitcoin, we are at around a 0.6 risk band. So when Bitcoin maybe hits this 0.65 risk band right here, depending on your risk tolerance, you can begin taking a little bit of profits. So 0.65 would be a $48,000 Bitcoin. A 0.75 would be a $60,000 Bitcoin. 0 0.85, $74,000. 0 0.95, $89,000. And you can take out little bits as we get higher into the risk bands. So in this example, you could take out 10% at $48,000, 20% at 60, another 30% at 74. And if you wanted to completely get out of your position of Bitcoin, you could take out the additional 40% when we hit $89,000. Now these are just ideas for if you want to scale out. So a lot of you guys never want to sell your Bitcoin and there are reasons for that. Bitcoin could literally go to the freaking moon and I think it will. Maybe this cycle, maybe next, but maybe some of you guys are holding Polkadot and you're like, well, I'm not a huge Polkadot, you know, 10-year bull, but if I made some profits, maybe I want to take those profits and realize those profits. And taking a look at the risk bands of Polkadot, you can just tap that here. Right now, we are at a 0.498, basically a 0.5 risk band for Polkadot. So taking a look here, as we get to 0.55, you could take out potentially 7%. Here in this moderate risk tolerance, you can take out another 13% when we hit $13 a coin. Here, take out another 20% of your holdings when we hit 18, and then all the way up to possibly completely exiting your position when we hit a 0.95% risk band at $31 per dot. So this is another way to look at risk levels. So for Bitcoin, I'm just going to click hide all, and then I'm going to click here 0.921. So very few times have Bitcoin been a 0.921 risk band. If I put in 0.8 to 0.9, at the tops of the markets, we can see that it was 0.8 to 0.9. 0.7 to 0.8, we can see that there was a lot more. You can see if I zoom in here, when we were hitting these prices of 40, 50, $60,000, it would have been a possibly good idea to scale out of that position. So going back to risk strategies and going back to Bitcoin, just to show you this in real time, if Bitcoin were to hit, let's say $90,000, that would be right now a 
0.9 risk band. And we can see on this chart as well for Bitcoin, a 0.95 risk band is that $89,000. And again, there have been very few times right here, these little dots, that we've been a 0.9. So this is just one way to look at exiting certain positions, is taking a look at historically the risk levels and then sequentially taking more profits as we get into these higher risk bands. So last chart I wanna show for this video, and there are a gazillion charts on this website, uh, too many for me to even possibly talk about, but link below for that if you'd like to pick that up. We can see here Bitcoin market cycle bottom ROI, so return on investment. So I'm going to take out all of the previous market cycles. So the first one here, first market cycle, this is obviously gonna be a long time ago. This is the second market cycle. This is the one that ended in 2013. It's a bummer, I sold all my crypto then, but you live and learn, and that's why I'm making these videos. So hopefully I can help people not make the same mistakes. Market cycle three, Bitcoin did about a 100X. Market cycle four is lower. This is the one that ended in 2021. So the peak of the 2021 cycle ended around November 9th and it did around a 20x or bitcoin did around a 20x and here we are the fifth market cycle so let me take out the first three so the pink line here or the magenta line this is where we are right now so so far bitcoin has done about a two and a half x or so from its low so the low would have been around again that 15,000 mark, and now we are around $45,000 or so. So it's done about, again, a two and a half X or so. So the last cycle, Bitcoin did a 20X. Pretty amazing. Will we do a 20X? We don't know. I mean, if Bitcoin starts gobbling up the market cap of gold, if there is massive institutional money, if we get the ETF, if all of these things happen, Bitcoin could do higher than the last cycle. I don't think it's going to do like it did in market cycle two, where it literally did a 400x, I believe, which is crazy, but you never know. And what I like about this is just showing that we are basically modeling the last cycle. So if Bitcoin were to do a 20x like it did last cycle, I think that would in my head be around a $300,000 Bitcoin. So, I mean, that's pretty amazing. And I think a lot of people would be very, very happy with that. And before I dive into Celsius, this is another bull signal for the market. So there are new rules which allow crypto holding companies like MicroStrategy to now report their paper gains and not just losses. So the new financial accounting standards board's rules will go into effect December 2024. And this will allow us to see the estimated market value of the crypto that these companies are holding a lot more accurately because we can see when they are holding these assets at a gain. Previously, crypto held by companies was subject to impairment only with the value of crypto decreased on the books, which is crazy. So even if the price of Bitcoin went up, that was not reflected. So it sums it up right here. Michael Saylor on Twitter says, FASB has officially adopted fair value accounting for Bitcoin for the fiscal years beginning after December 15th, 2024. This upgrade to accounting standards will facilitate the adoption of Bitcoin as a treasury reserve asset by corporations worldwide. So this is a huge, huge deal. 
There have been corporations, from my understanding, that have been on the sidelines because they haven't wanted to put Bitcoin on their balance sheet like Michael Saylor has for the last couple years because it would negatively reflect how much money they had or their books if the price of Bitcoin went down. Not anymore though, because if Bitcoin goes up, the price of Bitcoin or its appreciation will positively impact companies' books. So taking a look at Celsius, we have Brick, which is the original orderly wind down, wanting to depose three of the UCC members. And Brick said they heard no response from the UCC. They followed up and nothing happened. Brick, the conglomerate for the orderly wind down, said that the individuals were not arbitrarily selected and should be subject to discovery and a deposition. They say that these committee members have agreed to serve on the new board governing the Mining Co., whose proposed transaction is significantly more expensive than the alternative proposed by Brick. They go on to say that the UCC's counsel and financial advisor are going to represent the litigation trust, which is to be funded with creditor capital, which is true, significantly though, more than the amount proposed by Brick. So just to remind you guys, Brick was the orderly wind down that was basically turned down because the UCC said they could not compete with this new mining co. I made a full video about that like two videos ago, talking about all the differences between Brick, which was the original orderly wind down, and this mining co, and how the UCC said that Brick did not respond with an updated proposal, and all of this stuff. And now Brick is actually like, well, actually, we want to depose some of the members here. So here we have White and Case responding to Brick, which I won't cover everything, but the main thing here, Brick has stated no valid basis for deposing a single member of the committee in his or her individual capacity, much less three of them. Brick's attempt to tar certain committee members and their advisors as conflicted is also meritless. White and Case of the UCC said that Mr. Duffy and Mr. DiFiore, these are two of the members on the UCC, did not have a conflict of interest with respect to the selection of the backup mining manager. And then White and Case comments on how Brick thinks that there are some conflicted interests here from the financial advisor and also to the committee's counsel. White and Case then talks about Brick's issues with the litigation administrator. Ultimately, just to wind this up or wind this down, the committee has significant concern that the vindictive squabbles of disgruntled bidders could lead to excessive legal expenses regarding questions that are not relevant to the decision before the court. And White and Case, or specifically Aaron Kolodny of White and Case, said that the court should clarify the scope of relevant inquiries with respect to the motion to control what otherwise could get out of hand quickly. So basically, what White and Case is saying is that Brick is pissed off that they did not get the bid, literally saying disgruntled bidders. So now Brick is saying we want to depose people. We think most likely that we were wronged in not being chosen. There was a discovery that took place yesterday, Wednesday the 13th. I did not catch it live, but from what I heard on Twitter, the judge does want people to get their coins back. But the judge 
being a judge and having to follow the law will follow the law before obviously giving people their coins back. So if that does mean legally, which I hope not, if that does mean that we need to have a new plan and vote again, and maybe this whole process does get pushed back another two to three months, I don't know if that's going to happen. That'll be decided, I believe, again on the 21st. So we still have like seven days or so. If that were to happen, I will let you know, of course. And if that happens, it's not the end of the world. It just means that this will be postponed a little bit longer. But I hope that doesn't happen. The judge is a very, very smart guy, though. And he does have to obviously follow the law if something changed where he needs to change. So next, there is a 23-page document. To sum it up, they officially are valuing sell token at $0.25. Cents. They found that digital assets, or crypto, transferred to the debtors as collateral were property of the debtor's estate, even people who objected to the plan. So it doesn't matter if you voted yes for the plan or if you objected to the plan, if you had a loan and gave Celsius your coins as collateral, this is property of the debtor's estate, just like people who had earned. I'm not surprised that this was the ruling, because if not, this would have opened up a massive can of, I don't know, you can fill in the blank there, and uh, would have just been a giant mess. And finally, the last thing that came in as of me recording this video is another delay, unfortunately. So on the 21st, we were going to get some updates or finalization on the substantial contribution applications. This is when all of the ad hoc committees and individual pro se creditors were asking the court, asking the judge to recoup their money and give them money from the legal expenses that they used on lawyers. So this is going to be, as of now, postponed from December 21st to January 11th. So guys, that is it for the video. Basically, we are still waiting on December 21st. Is the judge going to approve one of the plans or are we going to have to vote again and will there have to be new submissions of plans? I don't know. I'm not in any control. Unfortunately, you're not in any control. Really, nobody is right now. There's really nothing that anybody can do at the moment. And I wanted to start out with all of those charts from Into the Cryptoverse because I really believe we will be going into a really awesome bull run. Remember that the halving event for Bitcoin is going to be around May of next year, 2024. Then historically, we hit a new all-time high six months or so after the halving event. So that would push us to the end of 2024. And then we start going into price discovery, where we're in no man's land and we're going higher and higher. Ethereum goes higher, then altcoins go higher. And then we see this amazing rally into the following year. So that would be mid-2025 going into the end of 2025. So even if it takes a little longer to get our coins out of Celsius, I don't think that we are going to miss out by any means on an amazing bull run. So that's why I wanted again to start out with those charts. So that is it for the video guys. Thanks for watching. Until next time, talk with you soon and bye for now.